Welcome, welcome to the Introverted Hippie Podcast, episode 71. I'm your wonderful and gracious host, Chris Marie, and I have my co-host here. Yo, yo, what it do, man? It's your boy Trey, man. Back at it again. Back at it again with this beautiful, beautiful podcast, and we are here on this wonderful Thursday, guys. Welcome back. Hope you are doing well. Hope your mental health is doing good. Um, So we're just going to start off with, how, how how's your week going? Man, shoot, man. Uh uh man I'm, I'm a little frustrated with some things man but life is all about pushing through man like uh, to be honest with y'all man i ain't really got nothing to complain about man like most of my most of my problems is just with myself like man i just be i, I just be put i just be wanting to get ahead man and i'll be asking myself like, like i just be asking myself questions like even if it like it seems like no matter how far i get or more, more i accomplish i'm still not happy so i'm wondering like when I reach my ultimate goal, will that still be enough, or do I need to try something else? Ooh, what it's a yeah. it's a word for that when somebody feels like that. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah. Will you remember? Let me know. I will, like, cause I feel the same way. I feel like when I reach my goals, I be feeling like I need to do more. Like I, I always feel like I'm not doing enough. So I guess I'm on that same wave and same path as you. But I'm doing, I'm doing all right. Mental health is all right. Like. I'm doing good over here. Like life is good in my future ways. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, y'all know, you know, this is the Introvert Pod, Hippies podcast where we talk about celebrity news, entertainment news, and hippie shit and everything under the sun. So let's get it crackalacking with this news. So I don't know if you guys have seen the Freddie Gibbs altercation um, with Benita Butcher, but how you feel about it? Like how? Do you feel? Well, like if you if you look at the context behind why Freddie Freddie got beat up, if y'all don't know, all right. So Benny the Butcher got shot in got shot in Houston, Texas. Man, they, they tried to take my boy out. Mm. I don't know why Freddie went on um Twitter and said this, but especially um especially after they collabed and made a great song, like like um what what's the name of that song? I even put you on it. What song? Oh, they made that. Oh my gosh. They didn't make that song. I really Benny the Butcher. Let me see Benny the Butcher featuring Freddie Gibbs because I like that song. Yeah, the Butcher's coming. It's one way flight. Oh yeah, one way flight. Okay, they they they. they like, if you haven't listened to One Way Flight, that's a dope song. Um, like if you like that more of that East Coast rap, like it, that's a really dope song to listen to. But that's besides the point. So it's it's crazy that he went on like Freddie Gibbs went on Twitter and said, "Shout out to my niggas in Houston." I'm like, why would you say that about a man getting shot? I ain't even know y'all boys even had real beef. Like, it like it wasn't not too long ago y'all boys made a song together. So, right. So, so then Freddie Gibbs went on tour. All right, if if y'all not familiar with Benny the Butcher, Benny the Butcher is from Buffalo, New York, and he's part of this this group called Griselda, Black Griselda family. Okay. Black, um, keep keep in mind they're in the hometown of New York. Freddie Gibbs had a had a town in New York. You literally, you literally went on Twitter running your mouth saying, "Shout out to my boys on Houston about a dude that got shot." So when you pull up to that city, you already know what's up. It didn't end in like really crazy violence. Like it didn't end in a shooting, like in most cases would, which I applaud both parties for that. No, like no guns were pulled, but it didn't end with Freddie Gibbs getting. They 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 gave him the beats. Mm. They they gave him the beats, man. They had him lumped up like Martin. Mm. Like, like, like they, they told they told Cuz up. Like to be fair, they did jump him. Well, it was like twenty dudes versus one. But if you happy about some guy getting shot, you don't deserve a fair fight. I'm gonna keep it a bean with you. Like if you if you happy with me getting shot, man, I'm pulling up with everybody. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't deserve a fair fight. <laughs> but, but so, but but. But I still give um, Gibbs um, respect in this. Even though he got beat up and was lumped up and knew this would be a topic on social media, he still went to Buffalo and still put on a great performance. I just need Freddie Gibbs to stop getting beat up because I actually like his music. I like his music a lot. He's one of the few guys that's still making actual music that means something. But you can't be calling yourself Gangster Gibbs and you getting beat up by everybody, dog. Like you just you just got beat up by the Black Griselda family, and not too long ago you got beat up by Jim Jones and them group. Ooh. So it's like, okay, so if you gonna rap about being a vice lord, you write you rap about like shooting dudes and all that stuff, and like if you see Young Jeezy, you gonna slap him. Like, bro, you gotta stop it. You you gotta stop because you looking mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like I like I said, Freddie Gibbs, like I like Freddie Gibbs personally, and I don't understand why he keeps wanting to be in this drama. I remember I watched the interview with um uh, Russ and Russ was on the Rory and Maul show, um, Maul podcast, and basically Russ was saying how Freddie Gibbs doesn't even like him, and I'm like, Freddie Gibbs got all these beef with all these people, like what is going on? Uh, man, man, like um I, I looked at on what academics had to say about it just to just because you know Freddie Gibbs and Act Act got a bad beef. I don't know yeah. if you know about that. Like like they got a bad little feud going on. Like 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 it, <laughs> it ain't that funny, but they had, but like but like it was a little funny beef with um Freddie had said, like, bitch, you look like a teletubby. Oh like, wow. He, he told Act that and then everybody just started laughing and shit. But uh, <laughs> but um anyways, like so Agron he he reported the situation and he actually reported that shit without bias, and I'm proud of that. But like, what Act speculated on is that Fred might be going on the six nine route to faint, um, to faint, um, to get his name up. To like just beef with everybody in the game because like Fr- Freddie got so much. He beefing with Gunner too, if you ain't know. He beefing with Gunner for what? You ain't heard that line in Gunner song, like even though that was a whack line by Gunner. Free, free my boy Gunner. Like, oh, I can't fuck with Fatty Gibbs. Niggas telling fibs. Like you, you don't remember that line? It was anyway. Yeah, I don't know what, what's the backstory behind that one, but yes, he's beefing with Gunner too. Lord have mercy. And it, it, it it's just a shame. Because you just can't be going around beefing with niggas and then get your ass whooped. You can't. Like so if Freddie Gibbs get so when we hear about Freddie Gibbs going to Atlanta and he getting smacked up up there, like that's gonna be a problem too, man. And then oh, he has something to say about the six nine situation as well, and then Six nine ended up bringing up like, hey, oh, I remember um, Shoddy had robbed him in New York. So it's like, Gibbs, you 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 out here getting touched up, bro? Right, niggas just putting their fucking hands on you, dog. I mean, like, especially like with the genre of rap you made, you you make, you can't be getting slapped up like that, bro. You right. you can't like if you rap like if you rapping like you some vice lord. Yeah, some vice lord gangster, like bro, you can't be getting slapped up, bro. Right? If you making music for gangster niggas, you can't be out here be getting touched on, getting beat on, like literally. Yeah, you can't, man. You can't, man. Like, 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 like if Future was out here getting beat up, I, I, I won't look at Future the same, bro. Like, you, it, it's just part of the image, bro. You can't do that. Yeah, I couldn't look at Future the same if he out here talking about some he sliming niggas out and all this other shit, and he out here getting his ass whooped. Exactly, man. So it's. So, oh my God, he just got to he got to protect the brand, bro. Yeah, at this point, it's just it's crazy. I guess since we are on the topic of Freddie Gibbs, I don't know if you guys watch Good Moms and Bad Choices. Freddie Gibbs' baby mama is on that podcast. Um, but literally, they had Superhead on the podcast. Superhead recently changed her name to Elizabeth Overstein, and Superhead was just giving like insightful information on her life which we already knew what transpired you know what i'm saying when she had the books going on which were best sellers you know kudos to her and she was just basically going in on her sexual past and basically feeling feeling sexual liberated and basically she dropped a hint that she was date that she was sucking drake's dick so i don't know to me i just feel like at this big ass age in fact she has kids that's like almost like in his 30s or mid-20s why are you still fucking rappers that like are within that man's kind of age group it's just really weird to me man like man like i had told y'all like because because y'all man, like I, I talked to like crystal about these things before we even get on the pod so i'm gonna say it for everybody to hear um like hey like maturity isn't in, in, in she's too old to be messing with them rappers man but like I said, man, age isn't, I mean, not not age, maturity isn't a number, it's a mentality, man. So you can be 40 years old and still have the mentality of a 14-year-old, man. Mm. It, like I said, it was just baffling to me. If y'all want to go ahead and see, y'all can see it um, basically on Good Moms, Bad Choices. It was a really good podcast. Um, it's very insightful, so go check it out. Um, but I don't know if you guys also saw the Kyrie interview with I Am Athlete. So, Trey, how do you feel about Ky- the Kyrie interview? Like, what, what was your takeaways? Oh, uh, with um, Kyrie Irving, man, I like that he, like, um, kind of took control of his own narratives because, like, there was a lot of – because every time you see – um for the past – yeah, for the past, like, five years, every time you see Kyrie in a high in – a, in a headline, it's some BS. Right. Like, oh, Kyrie ain't getting along with them boys in Boston. Oh, Kyrie on um, sneak dissing. Ah, Kyrie don't want to take the vaccine. Ah, Kyrie don't believe Earth is flat. Oh, Kyrie wants to be. Oh, Kyrie wants to be more political. 
ah, Kyrie woke. He he too like every time you see you see something about Kyrie, they talking crazy. So we, I'm glad that we get to hear everything from the from the horse's mouth and hear everything from his perspective and not what somebody else thinks from his perspective. Right. Like, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I be I be tired of like seeing like I even had my like my old manager like she really didn't like Kyrie and she's from Cleveland. And I'm like, bro, what was the reason? She was just like, all he does is trade teams and always want to do is this same shit. And I'm just like, bro, like, pe- people really just be liking niggas for no reason. Yeah, and the Sage thing, man, it has a lot of African roots about it. I'm not too educated on the on the um on the spirituality of African culture and things like that. But you have to respect it for what it is. Just like I respect anybody else for what their religion or whatever their belief or whatever ritual that they have. Like, you got to show Kyrie that same respect. And a lot of people, they look at that and be like, Kyrie's too woke. I, like, I don't like the fact that, like, the dude wants to, like, embrace something that's more of a black African heritage. He Now he's too woke. Right. Like, it, it's kind of crazy. I'm like, at the end of the day, people going to believe what they're going to believe in. Like, that's their life. So I don't care. As long as you making sure that you, you know, on the right path, whoever you're trying to do, whoever your God is or whoever the entity is with you, that that's all that matters. Like, I literally just had a conversation, like, with my parents, like, a couple, um, couple days ago. And, you know, my parents are really religious. So, and I was just telling them, like, bro, at the end of the day, when you look at a lot of these religions, they all come back to one entity. We don't know what the entity may be to them, but it is an entity. So, I feel like at the end of the day I should be throwing pushing my religion on people or pushing pushing my beliefs on people because at the end of the day we all have free will we all believe in what we believe in so I don't want to ever do anybody like that mm-hmm. so that's my outlook on it but yeah kudos to Kyrie Irving um most definitely I, that, that was a decent interview but I do feel like you know sometimes um, Brandon Marshall always interrupts a good conversation where it could be more to expound on, but it's always some type of interruption. So, and the crazy thing is, he said on that episode, like, "Yeah, my audience be telling me I be um, I, I don't be letting people talk." He was doing good. He was doing good until the last ten minutes. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, "Now, Brandon, why?" Uh, yeah, like, mm, 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 mm. maybe he'll go to the pivot. Maybe we'll see something else. So uh, I'm very excited to see Kyrie open up more and do more interviews. So kudos to them. Because yeah, he needs to, man. Y'all got to, man, yeah, man. For everybody, man, please control your own narratives, man. Because when people, because other people, man, they ain't going to tell it right, bro. That's what I got from the interview, not the, the podcast with um Elizabeth Overstein, aka Superhead. Like that's what she said in her book. She was like, "At any day, I'm telling the truth. It might not be your truth, but it's my truth." You know what I'm saying? So that's I like that. Um, but yeah. So also, I guess we could touch on this topic. I I don't know if you guys have seen. If you probably already have seen the shooting that transpired in Buffalo, New York, with the shooter. Um, basically, he did go ahead and injure i think he injured like four or five people but he killed I think 10 or 11 people um my prayers go out to all of those families because i'm telling you I, I know that's a lot to certainly go through and also i hate the fact that we always are having these mass shootings with these white men and it's never nothing that y'all can actually do but y'all want to lock rappers up and charge them with their lyrics hey talk to them because i just don't understand it because at the end of the day it's like this man was already showing mental health issues. He goes, he drove over 200 miles just to go ahead and shoot up uh, like a store with black people in there. And like the same thing transpired regarding with Dylan Roof when he went to the fucking church and killed innocent people. I don't understand why y'all don't take more effort into getting those type of people instead of, oh, I'm a lot this person up because they said this in their rap, but I'm a lot this person up because there's a weed charge. Niggas still in jail for 20 years for a weed charge. Y'all made weed legal in some states. Wrap it up and put it on a bow on it because you say you people can make money off of it now. So it's just instead of y'all looking at other shit like this, you need to be taken into the white man that keeps on killing people every chance he fucking gets. And y'all are selling these guns to these young ass kids. And knowing the fact they're going to do something crazy. Why is the 18, 19 or getting an AK-47? And that's, I don't understand why you sold that to him. Uh, uh, okay, Mandy. Oh, uh, man, you might not like what I had to say, though. It's not about the gun law part. Like, oh, man, due to how American culture set up, like, we can't really get rid of guns, Chris. I know. Because like, uh, like, in all honesty, like, yeah, so. If, if we were to ban guns, 
I mean, we could ban guns, but like I said, um, banning guns doesn't keep um doesn't keep weapons out the hands of criminals. So banning guns is not the answer. If you don't believe me, look at Chicago and look at New York. That is very much true. It's just the principle. I just don't understand it. it. It's just really sad and heartbreaking and all these people have to lose their lives over some damn nonsense and it make the matters worse. This man put it on Twitch. Went into the store, had it on Twitch. Like, bro, what are you doing? And y'all want to claim insanity. Ain't nothing insanity about and, and then he's alive to tell the story. Right. And I, like, I don't know if you remember the, the last white boy that got off um, when he killed those people and um... I, I don't know if it was some type of protest or something like that. Oh, Kyle Rittenhouse? Yeah, and then he asked the judge, can you get the gun back? Did he, did he want to go to college? Yeah. Like, yeah, Kyle And he got off. And I, I'm just like, why is it always the white man that keeps on doing this crazy shit and y'all just push it under the rug? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just It's just really heartbreaking to me because I'm like, People losing their lives over nonsense. That's why I said peace, love, and light to everybody. And most definitely, like, make sure you are protected. Because at the end of the day, it's it's not safe wherever you go. So It's not even safe in your own apartment or your own house. Mm-hmm. So just make sure you are safe. Because I'm telling you, as we, are, as we the world evolves, it's just going to keep on getting crazier. So. Yeah. And, and that, that's a fact, but yeah, that's a fact. That um, you said everything perfectly. I have nothing to add on that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, guys. Um. I don't. I see like Twitter has Twitter and um TikTok has been going in an uproar about um slutty vegans owner Pinky Cole. Um. She gives Clark Atlanta students um and a gifts with LLC. So how do you feel about that? I don't understand what the problem is. People feel like it benefits more with business majors, and a lot of people are not even business majors. And people, everybody doesn't want to be a business owner. I mean, that's cool, but it's still a gift, though. Like she doesn't have to do that, and that's more than what most people do to for any HBCU. So the fact that anybody decided to do anything for an entire graduating class is is awesome to me in my eyes. Um, because some sometimes you got people like my boy. He went from he he um he graduated with a teaching degree. He went from teaching to owning his own trucking business. Mm. So you never know like how your life will pivot after graduation. So, so, so it's always um. So you betting on yourself is always an option. Whatever, um, whenever your degree doesn't doesn't work out the way you plan. So, I really not mad at it. I like. I don't really. Care. You already know me. I don't care. At the end of the day, people are gonna do what they want to do at the end of the day. Like if that was a gift, that was a gift. Only thing I gotta say about slutty vegan is I don't I personally don't like the food. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just the impossible meat for me. Um, but I went to Atlanta, like y'all know I went to Atlanta last year. Um, if you listen to a few podcasts ago, I was telling you guys I went to Atlanta and like I tried slutty vegan, it just was not for me. Um, and that's perfectly fine because other people like it because she opened a bunch of franchise other places. Right. So mm-hmm. it, it is what it is, but kudos to her and kudos for her opening up a franchise and actually being able to have a business, have a successful black business at that. So kudos to her. Yeah, kudos for us, man, because we definitely need more black conglomerates and more black businesses. Like at least that can that like because we need more black businesses that are franchised. Like like that's dope. Like oh, like we can actually um get up some money. Um and then like buy into a slutty vegan and then manage a slutty vegan. Yeah. I I honestly think that's pretty dope. Me too. Like, if we can all put on that and then actually keep the brand image up and actually keep people going, make sure the service is good, like we can end up hiring our own execs, um, hiring our own regional managers and stuff like that, and then we can end up uplifting our own community. So, like it, it's a it's a good step in the right direction. Like I understand, like. I understand, like that, it might not benefit somebody, but if it can, but if that one person can take that LLC and employ millions of black people, that that is a success, even if only one person succeeds with that LLC. Facts. So, so regardless, so regardless of what you think about it, it's a good gift. Facts, exactly. That is very much true. So, also, I want to say my condolences go out to the YSL rapper Little Key. He passed away at 24, I think it was liver failure. Um, but kudos, well, not kudos, I'm sorry. My condolences go out to his family um, and also everybody that is dealing with this tremendous loss, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, like, yeah, a little spoiler alert for up ahead, but 
Um, for tribute to Lil Key, man, I'm gonna like I'm gonna play that "It's Up" freestyle for him. Yeah, most definitely. Um, so I wasn't gonna get into this topic, but I do see the girls are fighting. Um, so I did go ahead and see on social media that Young Miami and I think Diddy's other woman there are arguing on Twitter, child. So basically, I don't know about y'all, but I love when the girls are fighting and they say some shit that just make you just makes you shake your head like this bitch don't care. Your Miami tweeted, "I she's like I am with that man, and that's why I fuck with your with your nigga, and I ain't coming off of him, and I don't care how many pics you post. Because if you saw on social media Diddy's other woman, she did go ahead and post pictures of her and Diddy on social media, and also she posted like a little snippet of her rapping. I guess she wants to be like your Miami, um, and mm. the girls, but um." I don't know, like, I feel when, when when a bitch come to you and telling you she not coming off your nigga, she don't give a fuck about nothing. She don't give a fuck about you, she don't give a fuck about him. She just give a fuck about what she can get. Hey, hey. She living her raps. Exactly. Oh, I'm mad you ain't put this to the topic, but you ain't see, like, when she went up there, oh, like, they accepted the award, her coochie lit bit out. Oh, that was JT. Oh, JT, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm mad that, wasn't, that, that wasn't her coochie look. That was her black panties. Oh, 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 oh. Twitter said it was the it looked like one. Yeah, I guess because like her skin tone, but yeah, it was a panties. Oh, it was panties. All right, my fault, y'all. <laughs> yeah, it was panties. But I, you know, I love the city girls. I love that young Miami is li- really literally living her raps. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like young Miami, like 28, and at the end of the day, she came out the hood. So who not go fuck with a rich ass nigga? A rich ass nigga like Diddy. Man, and then Diddy gonna trick off. Man, Diddy probably got her on a private jet and everything, dog. Like who want who who who, who want to go back to being broke? Nobody. Like literally, I don't understand it. Like I understand old girl upset back in the day. You gotta realize this. You ain't the only one at this point. This man got enough women that he can trick off whoever the fuck he wants to trick off with, no questions asked. And what they say, I don't know if Chris Rock said it. He was like, a man is only as faithful as his options. Mm-hmm. So literally, do you boo? And like I said, live your best life. Like if I was her, if I was a rich, famous ass person, I literally would be out here living my best life. I'll be having a girlfriend and a boyfriend at the end of the day, and they both would know. And we just gonna have a great life. So yeah, that is the end of that topic. So let's get into the topic. I guess I wanted to touch on like the honeypot topic. I Trey can't really speak on this because you know he got to stay out of women's. Bed. I, I I can't speak on it, y'all, because I don't need y'all getting mad at me. Like, yo, what this nigga know about vagina? Like, <laughs> nigga don't got like, no boy, you don't know nothing about vagina other than fucking it. So I'm gonna just leave it alone. So I don't know if you got you guys have seen on Twitter and on TikTok and on social media altogether that. Basically, the honeypot did go ahead and change this formula, and the girls have been upset. So, usually, the honeypot, it claims to be 100% organic, and basically, they took that completely off the bottle um, because it said it didn't have any parabens or anything else added to the formula. However, if you look on Twitter, if you go to the Introverted Hippie um, Hippies podcast, you will go ahead and see I retweeted basically that, you know... A lot of the a lot of the chemicals that are in that particular product previously before they changed it, it wasn't healthy either. So, but it was somewhat organic with other products. So I had to educate myself on it too because the girls are fighting. And also she clarified on Twitter that she did not sell the brand. She still is the owner and CEO of the brand. However, y'all knows that the vagina cleans itself anyway, so you personally do not have to use that. I'm very sensitive to chemicals and products, but I still decided to purchase the honey pot because it's black owned. But at the end of the day, y'all, people gonna do what they want to do with their own brand and their company. So either you buy it or either you don't. The girls don't care, you know. The girls still gonna sell. Um, and also, if it if you don't want to use wash, just use water. The pussy cleans itself, baby. You don't have to be doing all that extra shit. But I, I kudos to any woman that has black businesses. I thought she sold out and sold out to the white man. But at the end of the day, she says she didn't, but y'all still are in an uproar. But at the end of the day, it don't matter what, you know, what she does. Because we see a lot of black businesses sell out regardless. Like, we seen it, seen it with Shea Moisture. Shea Moisture gave their fucking brand to the white man, and it watered down the product. And it's not even no longer good for black hair, in my opinion. You can take it how you want to take it. But I don't know, y'all. Like, what's y'all thoughts on Honeypot? Because I want to know what y'all thoughts on it. Because at the end of the day, 
either you will purchase it or either you don't. At any day, it's still it's extra chemicals added. It might not be organic as it was previously or as it should be. But at the end of the day, people going to do what they want to do. So I don't know. But all up to Coochie Health, like I said, if you don't feel like it's great for your body, most definitely just use water because the pussy cleans itself. But uh, uh, I will say this. So are, uh, are y'all going to get that, um, that lady an apology because y'all were calling her a sellout? Man, y'all was going in on her comments. <laughs> y'all was lighting her up, dog. And that wasn't even true. She had to disable it, dog. Yeah, because y'all was, y'all was ripping her a new one. Literally. Ripping this lady a new one, and she didn't know how to take it. She had to come on social media. First time she came on social media, she was all nice reading off a script. Then she came on social media again. She looked it fucked up, hair all fucked up, and literally reading off a script again. Let y'all get the real her, cause Shotty was like, she not having this shit. Y'all, y'all stressing that woman the fuck out. I like, man, please, like, I understand, like, and it all started with somebody with some, with, with some inaccurate information like um, um like, like please man go 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 check out the people not just take on not just look at one person's opinion or just what one person's saying and go out there because then you you're gonna look foolish and then now they now they got to do a whole campaign to clear all the confusion up exactly because it, it, like at the end of the day she got to clear up now that it's still 100 black on it's still organic for your body she just removed the labels out of it because she added extra products to make this make it sure that it lasts long on the shelf guys like at the end of the day like i said mostly with these businesses when they do get into a higher position and they get into stores like this they have to do different things to make things work. they have to pivot so if it does if something else don't work you got to try something else and that's with any business that's with any type of marketing strategy also y'all should know this y'all on social media knowing what niggas that's in 360 heels like damn like give that woman a break <laughs> so yeah that's my two cents on the honey pot formula so i don't know if you also try you see that like twitter um and elon musk might not be able to buy it oh i saw that like yeah yeah because yeah, he tweeted that um like yeah with the nda like he violated it yeah i like to see how this goes <laughs> Yeah, we gonna see how it goes. Yeah, because like I don't know if that, that if the report was true where um the guy had came out and said like they don't want um Elon to buy Twitter. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I don't know if that report is true or not, but it looks like they don't want this man to buy Twitter. They try to dig like this. Yeah, so I don't think I don't think he's gonna be able to buy it, y'all. But she he still got Tesla, so kudos to him. He's still the, he's still the richest man on earth. So yeah. So kudos to him. Um, even like, is Elon buying Twitter a bad thing? Like, wh- wh- why is everybody against it? A lot of people are against it because they think that he going that basically we will have to pay pay rent for Twitter. What? Where y'all getting this from? I don't know. People said that like he gonna, we gonna have to pay for it. Uh, okay, all right, y'all. All right, these social media. The reason why social media is free is because advertisers use y'all data, um, use y'all data to give y'all ads. So ads are paying to be put on the platform. So that's why on every social media platform, y'all get ads. As long as these advertisement companies playing billions and billions and billions of dollars of Twitter, there is no need to put y'all on a $20 a month subscription. Mm. Like, it literally doesn't make sense. Come on, y'all. Y- y'all got to be better than that. They literally saying that in the streets. Yeah, they literally are saying that he may make us pay rent on Twitter, man. Oh my God, no! Like every social, every free app, every free app is paid by advertisers. That why why y'all think YouTube free? Right, because we, they could have been well. They got YouTube Premium. They, they got YouTube Premium, but like the the website itself is free. Free, exactly. Um, so I know we skipping a lot, y'all, but um, before we get into the music topic. I wanted to talk about this, basically, this topic. I just, I, I saw this on TikTok, but I just wanted to play it, you know, just to get Trey um, two cents on it and just to actually go ahead and get y'all two cents on it. Um, Because it was like this clip on TikTok of this girl, she's at the beach, she just met this dude. And basically, she pays for the dinner, gave him gas money, and he still expected her to give him some ass. So I'm just going to play the audio clip for you guys so you can hear it and we can dive in. Just met him. So you just gonna turn on your phone? Yeah, you're gonna get up and start walking. Why do I have to walk? Like, I mean, you look close enough to walk. But you drove me here, so I don't get why I'm walking. Hold on, I don't get that. Doesn't make sense to me
just like our first time meeting. Like, does that not exist to you? I don't get it. I mean, we spent the whole day together. I'm obviously attracted to you. You know, I don't see what the issue is. You can even come back to my place or what. So. I basically wanted to get your two cents on this. So basically, she paid for the meal. She paid for him gas. And also, you know, he picked her up and they went out on a date. And so after that, you know what I'm saying, he basically got mad because she didn't want to go back to his place. And he basically told her in the video, if you're not trying to come back to my place, you live close enough, you can walk home. And I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't get it. How, I, I, Trey, what what am I missing? Hey, 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 hey I, I don't know. Like, uh, in situations like that, like, um, I'll never kick a woman out of the car. Though I went to y'all like that. <laughs> like, like I ain't gonna lie, man. That, that that's giving broke. Like when you say like, bro, like my gas. Like when you start mentioning like your gas or like, oh, I ain't wasting gas. Like you, you giving broke, dog. So, so, so you you already put yourself in a hole saying that. I understand, like, what, what, um, like him trying to make his intentions clear, but I'm like, but the way he went about it, like, no, like, the, the, like trying to put her out and making a big deal about it. Now, as soon as she said, "Now nah, you don't want to go to your place," you could, you should have just respected her wishes and took her home. That's what I would have did. But yeah, uh, take it from me, guys. Like, I, 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 Crystal lived many lives, so I dated a nigga that didn't even have a car. Like the first nigga when I first got out of my little relationship, the second nigga I talked to did not have a vehicle. And at the end of the day, I knew when I got in, in my big ass age, at I'm 26 now, to never fuck with a nigga like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not giving no nigga no gas money. If you don't have money to actually pick me up and take me on a date and pay for the date, we should not be talking. Obviously, you don't have your priorities, you know, together to, for you to be taking me out on a date. You shouldn't be dating anyways. You know what I'm saying? That's how I look at shit. You call me what you want to call me because I, I told you guys previously on the podcast like before I moved, like this dude I was talking to, he basically, um, he wanted to like, you know, you know, he wanted to converse with me or whatever like that. And he asked me to go to an ice cream shop with him for us to go ahead and meet up. And I was like, jokingly, I was like, oh, you go pay for me some ice cream. This man told me you are free to buy your own ice cream. And I'm like, at the end of the day, we don't need to be talking. I had to ghost him. I'm like, I'm not that pressed over conversation. I can converse with my friends. So, No. Uh, what story? Um, the story you should have bought up for this situation because you literally been in the same situation as that girl in the video. Ooh, what situation was that? Um, like when do like like when um the, the the Atlanta situation with the guy. Oh, yo. Yeah, he wanted you to go back to the crib, and you kept saying no. He he want he ain't put you out and make and try to make you start walking, but it's kind of similar to that. Oh shit! Oh guys, I told you guys about this previously, but yeah, I, when I went to Atlanta, I met this dude at the club. And you know what I'm saying? Like he was so damn near tight about fucking me. And you know, I wasn't I wasn't feeling him at like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought we was just gonna kick it. Cause like literally, um, we was on the phone, whatever, like the conversation was going smooth, and then he came back to my Airbnb and we was just talking, and he was like, Oh, you know, we can get in the truck. Girl, I learned my lesson because Atlanta got a lot of sex trafficking. I'll never do that again. Um, and literally, um, you know, he, he got in the truck and I, girl, I had a whole knife in my back pocket, bitch. I had a lot of shit in my pocket, but he was like, if you don't trust me, you can hold my gun. You mind you, I had my, his gun in my pocket. I had my, his gun in my hand, I had a knife in my pocket. Um, and literally like, he was like, oh, let's go for a ride. Mind you, this nigga has been living in Atlanta for fucking years. And like, he went to all the fucking waffle houses that were closed. And then he was like, oh, I know one that was open. We went to five waffle, we went to four waffle houses until he decided to drive to the one closest to his house. He, we, he, he wanted to take me home so bad. I kept telling him, no, I did not feel comfortable having sex with this man at all. I didn't even know this man. This man was so damn near tight of eating my pussy and all this shit. Y'all, like, I was literally prepared to walk if I had to because I had the Uber app. And I was like, all right, bitch, you got an Uber app. You could get you an Uber. Uh, Atlanta at night? Nah, you don't want to walk, dog. I ain't going to Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Atlanta at night? I was prepared to get an Uber, though. I had the Uber app and everything. Yeah, so, yeah you had to tell them boys, man, come as quick as possible now. I had the Uber app. I was going to literally be at the Waffle House just waiting. Oh, word, word, word. So, literally, I was just like, child, like, that situation, I was, I'm blessed and highly favored that God was with me, and I was able to go home. The only thing he wanted was for me is sex, but, y'all, that's even asking too much from me. But, 
literally yeah i have been in that situation before damn trey i didn't even know you remember that but i have been oh i pay his attention i i, li- I live many lives i lived the lives when niggas ain't had no cars i lived lives niggas ain't shit i lived the lives with niggas like that i had niggas begging for pussy and that shit just it's not attractive to me like if you gotta beg for pussy if it doesn't come natural we shouldn't be talking like it, it, we shouldn't be talking at all it, it, it is what it is but literally in that situation as soon as as soon as he would have brought up walking i would have got a i would have got an uber and took my ass home but nine times out of ten a bitch like me i don't even try to be in those situations with niggas because at the end of the day you can read somebody's intentions i mean like yo girl i'm like bro shorty wasn't really your speed all you had to do is just drop off say i right, and, and then just <laughs> go talk to somebody else you ain't had to make it a big like having that whole discussion like yo man like yo man like yo i just took you on a date and you ain't trying to give me no bu- like doing all that nah that's too much bro it's like bro like just, just, just move on like niggas be so tight over coochie and i don't understand it go get you go, go get you one of them um flashlights damn not the flush like or you can go get you or you can pay and get you a prostitute or you can play get you an escort people out here you can you can pay the fuck like it's not that big of a deal Oh man, you don't know what the wild shit is though, man. Escort, man. These prostitutes cheaper than dates. Child, see, see, y'all heard it from him first, huh? Y'all, I'm saying they heard it from you first. <laughs> hey, I ain't bought no prostitute, y'all. Putting that out there, I just know, I just know. <laughs> like man, that man, a four, a good forty could go a long way, dog. Forty dollars, y'all bitches tripping. Four, man, forty. Yes, forty. With that forty dollars. <laughs> Oh, that almighty 40 crazy dog man 40 dollars ain't getting you shit over here uh, i'm sorry man, and, uh, man that's why prostitute they never out of style the world's <laughs> oldest profession dog. 40 dollars 40 dollars is not getting you shit over here my boy so no oh man um so let, that is the end of that of our topic so let's get into our music topic so what have you been listening to lately uh, what have I been listening to lately? I've been listening to the Kendrick Lamar album. I've been uh, listening to the Future album. The Future album is starting to grow on me. Like, man, I was on, I had Massaging Me on repeat. I love that song. <laughs> and, and I'm listening to the No Cap album. Okay, okay. So I've been listening to Post Malone and Roddy Rich's new song. I really fuck with it. I've been listening to Kendrick Lamar's new album. Um, How do you feel about the Kendrick Lamar album? My boy has did it again, man. He dropped it out. He dropped an album of the year. Like people are saying, like, oh, it's oh, it's not like a hit album. It's not. I think um people just um I think people have just got so used of artists um putting together um albums with a like that that sound more like a playlist than an actual conceptualized album that they that they that they um that they don't that they forgot that every album or every song on the album doesn't have to be. Sound like a radio smash or a club smash, right? Or be a hit. Like you don't need an album full of that. Like it's a conceptualized album. I'm like, bro, if you listen to every Kendrick Lamar album, like every album had a theme to it. So why would he go away from that formula? Like he probably gonna win another Pulitzer Prize, right? I feel only like- rapper to win a Pulitzer Prize, by the way. I feel like the album is given to Pimp a Butterfly. Hmm. Uh, uh nah, nah, he ain't give in on no, no, no it, It's not on that vibe. Like. He, they got a whole different vibe to me. To me, personally, I'm not a huge Kendrick Lamar fan, so I can't really hear. But, like, he got a few joints that I fuck with, but it's just, I don't know. i always been like that. Like, I'm a type of nigga, I, I'd rather listen to J. Cole. But, man, like, I, 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 well, through my high school years, I listened to both, man. I, I was listening to the trifecta all through high school. Drake, but don't get, don't Kendrick, get me wrong. J. Cole. I like Kendrick. Like, don't even get me wrong. I like Kendrick. It's just, it's just me. It, it maybe it's just where I'm at. You no, know? I feel you. I feel you. Like it's just like uh, I was just speaking for me. Like like in high school, I listened to the. It was like the big three to me. Like Kendrick, J Cole, Drake. Drake. Yeah, I fuck with Drake. I love me some Drizzy Drake. I just hate the fact that Drake never wants to step outside of the box. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I always feel like Drake has a formula with his album. Like you'll never hear like a. Like an album where it's like some type of Yeezus shit, you know what I'm saying? Just something just different and unique. I've seen that criticism, but uh, I can understand why Drake doesn't want to like alienate his fan base too much. Like when he gave us more life, um, like when he on um, like experimented with more of that UK drill sound, and uh, and then he and he gave us a little bit of some dance hall sounds with it too. 
We gave him criticism for that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, so even when he does like step outside of like that, that 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 formula that he has, he gets a bunch of backlash for it. So it's like we're not really giving Drake the same room that we would give a Kendrick Lamar, a J. Cole, or even a Kanye West. Like I want to see people diversify their catalog, and I want to see them do different shit because I love music. I'm a music lover, and like whatever our artists put out, like like just recently, Keelani just played a place like that new album called Blue Waters. And Keelani usually has a formula of how she releases music, and she always has a radio hit. And when you listen to that album, Blue Water, it's no, it's not really like a good radio hit on there. Mm. A lot of people have been saying like that's like one of her worst albums. But Shadi's just putting out music that she want to put out. So it, I like when artists just want to do that. They want to do music that makes them feel good. Hey, that's the best way. Well, I, um, I feel like that's what Kendrick and Kanye's approach to music as well. Right, I feel exactly the same way too. Kanye. Oh, even Cole, yeah, yeah. And I like I even even me listening to like, you know, you know, we we listen a lot of Thug lately because Thug going through that shit. But even just listening to Thug catalog, it's very diverse. Thug has a song. He goes from having a bunch of trap records with like with hood niggas to going to El- Elton John. It's very <laughs> it's very diverse and eclectic. Very, very, man, very. So I just love seeing rappers diversify their catalog just to have something different. Man, they need a free thug, man. I wanted this man to come to Charlotte so I could go. Like, if he went on tour for Punk, I was going to come to Charlotte. I I was going to that show. I don't think that album was bad. I I played that album. Y'all, I was doing, like, um, I think during that time I was, like, doing Instacart or whatever. I've been listening to albums. And I played that album from front to back, and that's not a bad album. Shoot, man, I, man, I wrote it, man. Yeah, I played that album out, man. I, I enjoyed the Thug album a lot, and I'm, and then like even the three songs that he previewed on Tiny Desk, like they, they sounded amazing live. So I know that live show would have been killer. Right. So like, I, I just feel like we gotta let artists be able to just put out music where they feel good with, and that's when you get your best body of work instead of just having like a structured formula or what you feel like your audience is going to be catered to. I feel like you should just place out music that hey, I feel like damn, I like I like this type of music, I like the drill beat, or I like I like I like this sound over here on the East Coast or the West Coast. I want to do this. Like that's what that's what we do in life in general. Like we put out shit that makes us feel good. Even doing this pod, we placing out shit that makes us feel good so that kind of goes back to what like Tyler I don't know if you saw like that clip of like Tyler the creator talking about like how rappers they'll put out snippets of a song and if people saying they ain't fuck with it they don't never release the song again and like Tyler like man fuck that like shit if I like the song I'm putting it out oh yeah that goes back to I don't know if you saw like on I don't know if it was on Twitter but Twitter Instagram but Roddy Rich recently I think it was like a few months ago he placed a snippet of um a song that he had that was coming out on his album he placed it out and everybody was going in on him on Twitter saying they hated it. And he basically deleted the song off of his Twitter. Yes. Yeah, he really got emotional about man. He released the album. He got salty about the about the reception of his album. I ain't gonna hold you. I get that album a five. Mm. Um, and I listened to the album, and it's just like I you can't compare it to his first body of work is that any that's his debut album, but it's hard. When you're putting out your sophomore album and it doesn't it doesn't compare to your first freshman album. It's hard. Like I love when Summer Walker did um over it. And then she did still over it. The same the albums are immaculate. They they level the fuck up to each to each of them. Yeah, that sophomore albums. Yeah, that sophomore album more important than the debut, in my opinion. I feel like that too, because that, that shows that can you keep up the same body of work that you placed out previously. So that's just how I look at things. Even with the LMA situation, LMA album that she has out right now, Heart on My Sleeve, is not good. Um, it doesn't compare to her freshman album. The sophomore album just wasn't good. And it, it is what it is. At the end of the day, a lot of people just have to grow and they try new things. But at the end of the day, I just hate that a lot of these R&B singers sound the fucking same. It's nothing different out here. So I, I'm just I'm just really waiting for like an artist to come out and just put a body of work out that's just different. The problem I have, like, um, with a lot of the R&B, like, the reason why you, like, you appreciate um, her when she first came out, the reason why you appreciate Summer Walker is because when they doing that R&B, they still putting soul in the music. A lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of them, they don't really sound like soul R&B. 
Don't don't get me wrong. We still got the Aries. We still got Ari Lennox and the Jasmine Sullivans. Don't get me and wrong. We still got the Snows. Yeah. Right. We still got the Snow Allegras. We still got those. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's like, I don't want nobody like with LMA album. I just feel like it sounds like the music that's already out. And that's not how her debut album sounded. It was more soul to the album. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's why I just hated the fact that, like, even though she took two years making it, it just wasn't my cup of tea. And at the end of the day, everything is not for everybody, so it is what it is. Yeah, we got, uh, we also like them. I have to like redefine R and B. Like, um, I don't know if um, like, um, this is another thing I wanted to touch on with you about like how, how they how they said like um, like how Summer Walker didn't win any awards for her album, despite how how lost all of those awards to Doja Cat. Summer said, "Like, oh, I just got to try harder." She, Summer Walker, doesn't have to try harder. They just got to put Doja in the correct category. Why is Doja in the R and B category? Doja needs to be in pop. They they don't want to put her in the pop category because then if you put her in the pop category and if she wins over Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, or whoever the fuck they listening to over there, it's gonna be a problem, right? And I hate the fact, like what? Oh, like, Billy Eilish or what, whoever the hell they putting over there, yeah. And I, I listen, to, I, I listen to Doja all the time, and it's not giving R and B; it's giving pop. It is giving pop. It's giving pop. I listen, I listen to Doja every day, and I don't see what particular song that sounds like an R and B particular song. Like, woman doesn't even give pop. The woman, woman doesn't even give R and B. It gives pop. Like Doja is a mixture of Britney Spears, Nicki Minaj. Fucking like, she a mixture of all different type of pop artists. And so, then, yes, go ahead. Aguilera is just like mixed with little Kim. Like she gives pop. She does not give R and B. She doesn't sing. She raps. She even st- told y'all she's a rapper. How you put a, a rapper in the R and B category? And like y'all don't want to put her in hip hop because y'all don't want to give her like y'all want Megan to win all the awards. Like, oh my God, it's looking political. Like, I just don't understand it. Like, we need to set, to set this shit straight. So who, Those, who did win the pop? Who did win the pop awards? Let's see, pop awards at the BBMAs pop awards, BBMAs. Um, let's see. Um, BTS. Let me see. I don't think it was BTS. Let me see. Oh, here I can pull up the wait. I need to find the winners for 2022. All right, winner, winner. Please hold, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we got to give y'all this information. Yeah, we got to be accurate. So let's see. And I don't know if you did see like if you've seen like the clips on social media, but Diddy was in everybody freaking like song. Mm. Like he was just just living his best life in everybody's song. So um top male artist was Drake. Top female artist was Olivia Rodrigo. Um mm. top duo was BTS. Top Billboard 200 artist was Taylor Swift. Top hot 100 artist is Olivia Rodrigo again. Top screaming song artist was Olivia Rodrigo. Top song sales artist is BTS. Top radio songs artist is Olivia Rodrigo. Top Billboard 200 is Olivia Rodrigo. Top Billboard Global is Ed Sheeran. Top tour is the Rolling Stones. Top R&B is Doja Cat. And Doja Cat won out of Gibeon, Silk Sonic, Summer Walker, and The Weeknd. I don't, I don't, I don't get that. Wow. I- that. She doesn't belong in the category. She does not. It just looks mad awkward. And you know what's even more crazier? The top R&B male artist was given to The Weeknd. And then it says top R&B female artist. And you know what's even more crazy? Look at this category. Doja, Scissor Walk- Summer Walker, and Scissor. Why is Doja in there? <laughs> top R&B tour, Bruno Mars. Oh my god. Drake, top Rap male artist is Drake. Top rap female artist is Megan Thee Stallion. The top rap tour is Omari and Bow Wow, the Millennial Tour. Um, 
the top country artist is Taylor Swift, top country male artist is Morgan Morgan Wallen. My my good friend Rachel loves him. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's just keep going down. That's country rock. Let's not. We we trying to find pop. Ooh, I, I know this ain't the definitive way. Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. I know this ain't the definitive way, but Doja Cat's the singles on Doja Cat's album is getting more. It, it got more views than. The, the, then the song was on Olivia Rodrigo, but she won. I don't, I don't know what Billboard looking at. I, I need to see the sales as well. I don't know. So top Latin artist went to my baby Bad Bunny, as it should. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to top gospel. Top gospel artist went to Kanye. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. They gave top R&B album Doja Cat and Doja out of Giveon, Silk Sonic, Summer Walker, and The Weeknd. Doja Cat. No. Um. All right. We still trying to top Latin. Okay. Top dance. We get into there. We trying to find the 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 pop. Top radio. Yo, why is it so many awards? Doja Cat won most viral song with "Kiss Me More." Top top Latin song is "Tale Uche Telepathic." Uh. I can never say her name right. Um, I don't think they had any pop. They didn't have any pop. They had country, had rap, top R&B, top viral song. Um, yeah, they didn't have any pop. They have a pop. They said, yeah, they said top selling song was BTS Butter. Oh yeah, you can't yeah 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 yeah. You can't compete with them K-pop dudes. They said top dance electronical album was Fallen Embers, but they didn't have any pop category. Mm. So I don't understand like w- like where are you guys placing this music? Um, it just it doesn't make sense to me. Y'all need to really take Doja out of R&B because Doja does not give R&B guys. Y'all know that shit. Y'all just really just want to place her against R&B singers and count her. I know I know damn well. At the Soul Train Awards, put Doja Cat as an R&B artist. I'm gonna be mad, frustrated <laughs> because ain't no motherfucking. They, they gotta stop, man. They gotta stop. Ain't no motherfucking way. Oh man, but I've been mad at Billboard Awards, man. Like ever since they had put Meek Mill album over um, Views. Yeah, like I, I've been mad at Billboard. Because I'm just like at the end of the day, y'all. Them awards don't even mean shit. Just place out a good body of work like you keep on doing it. It just like I just don't understand why they keep doing this to our girl Doja Cat, but they gonna keep on doing it to somebody really of high power say some shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So that is the end of our music topic. So let's get into our show's topic. So Trey, tell us it's not a show, but how was Doctor Strange? Oh man, Doctor Strange was amazing. Like, um, I'm I, I'm like I'm, I'm gonna try to like Tell as much as I can without spoiling it. Like um, it, it it literally um Sam Raimi um he he really did a good job with this film. Um, like it, even at, it it didn't even feel like your typical superhero movie. Like it even has some like some scary movie elements to it, some horror film elements to it. And I appreciated the movie for that. And I'm gonna just leave it at that because I uh, because uh, people are very sensitive about their Marvel movies, and you don't want to spoil those. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say it's giving it's getting giving a lot of Wonder World though. I heard. Oh yeah, yeah, it is. It 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 is giving what? A lot of Wanda. Yeah, it's giving a lot. Man, Wanda, Wanda is the star of the show. I'm gonna just give it that. But but I rated the movie an eight out of ten. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So yeah, I really haven't been watching nothing, guys. There's really nothing I have been looking at on TV. I've been looking at The Wilds, but and Queen Sugar, but. It's really nothing I really look at. I listen to a lot of podcasts lately, y'all. So I, I guess if you want to li- know what podcasts I listen to, I listen to the Joe Budden podcast. You know, that's my all-time favorite. I listen to See The Thing Is. I listen to Good Moms, Bad Decisions. Um, I'm starting to get into the 85 South show, and I really, that shit is very comical. Um, So y'all need most definitely check it out if you're looking for, like, a funny, funny podcast to get you through the day. And if you at your desk, most definitely, and you ain't got no right type of restrictions at your desk, most definitely listen to a podcast. Listen to the Introverted Hippie. You'll love it here. But, um, yeah. So, I guess we can get into shit that's on our mind this week. So, what's on your mind? I think I, um, I already touched up on that, like, on the beginning of the show. But what else is on your mind? Uh, pretty much that's it. Like, expound on it, then. 
I literally did at the beginning. All right, we're going to do it again. Right. So, like, so pretty much what's on my mind is, like, man, pretty much, man, I you like, getting my career on track, getting my licenses, trying to make more money and stuff like that. Like, um, like I already made it my goal to, like, move up here and, and like, and really be, and, um, be more successful. But even though I did that, like, I'm still not happy with myself. Like, and I still didn't even feel a sense of accomplishment from doing that. Like, I, I, I don't know if this is, like, a good thing or a happy thing, but... Like, but what I'm afraid of right now is that, like, I, I might have achieved my ultimate goal and I still not be satisfied. And I'm going to look back at my life like, damn, bro, you were just wasting your life grinding. I'll be telling Trey that he need to take a vacation. I ain't never took a vacation, y'all. Y'all, I always want Never to. did. Never I- did. I mean, like, when I said, like, man, like, as soon as I graduated high school, y'all, I hit the ground running. I always want to go on vacation and fuck on the balcony, y'all. That's still my top priority. You feel me? <laughs> um, but no, like I guess shit that's on my mind this week is just trying to get to the bag, y'all. Cause I I've been grinding, um, mad tight. Y'all know I told y'all previously I quit my job with no backup plan. Kudos to your girl. Um, but I always figure something out, you know. I guess, but like shit I don't really give a fuck about this week is like I always say this every fucking pie. Y'all probably get tired of me. But I'm really tired of these jobs hitting you up when they want you to. Like, and I'm tired of the jobs like offering like the salary ranges in the job. When is that gonna become illegal? Cause why the fuck am I wasting my time trying to get money from you? And when I do the interview, you all offer me 40 racks. Oh, like, I already um honestly um I, I seen um some there's some states that's actually put that into a law that they have to put at least a salary range. Because I'm tired. Like at the end of the day, like yo, what 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 the money at? Like, what the fucking money? Like, at the end of the day, like, y'all keep on saying, y'all gonna do this, y'all gonna do that, y'all gonna do this and that. Obviously not, because when we when we do the interviews and y'all waste our fucking time, and we do multiple interviews, and when it's time to come down about the money and it's so fucking low, what is it? I done did three interviews and you finally tell me what the pay is and it's wasting my damn time. I honestly feel like if, if, if your total interview time between all interviews at least goes up to 30 minutes to an hour, you should get paid for that interview. Period. I honestly feel that way. I feel that way wholeheartedly too. Because at the end of the day, you guys, y- y'all are doing an investment, investment in me to try to get to know me. So it, it it's just really hard when you see in these companies do this, and either like they don't give you the pay or they basically ghost you with these jobs. So yeah, mm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> But at any day, that's the shit I don't care about. I guess we can get into the life update. Um, life update. I'm just living my life, y'all. Living my carefree life. I have a job. I start on the 31st and still trying to get back into my field. Um, and that's where I'm at now. I'm just living my life. Like I set my own schedule. Um, and I love it here. But you know, what I'm saying hopefully one day that that this could be actually be a re- reality to set my own schedule. Um, but it's just. I don't know. I just feel like as more as I get older, I'm realizing that, like, you don't have a lot of time. Like, everybody keeps saying, like, you always will have time. But it's just, like, some things are time sensitive, man. And it's just, like, I don't know. I just feel like you got, that's why you have to live your live your days like it's no tomorrow. Y'all saw what happened, like, regarding in New York. So I just feel like in this big ass age, live your life and have no regrets and just keep and keep flourishing. That's all you can do. So what's your life big? Mm. What's your life update, nigga? I, I, I literally just I, I'm doing the same old, same old. Like I, I'm doing the same old, same old. I'm just taking my I man, I'm just on going a day at a time, man, trying to make it, man. It ain't nothing new. Okay, cool. And I want to say thank you guys, man, because I do see that the numbers are going up on in different social media platforms. And I appreciate you guys so much for like subscribing to, you know, the introverted hippies, because, you know, we take a lot of time out to come to you guys and release content and just be able to talk to you guys on a, on a weekly basis. And I just I appreciate you guys so much. I appreciate y'all, too, man. Please keep supporting the podcast. Like, share it. Tell people about it. Do whatever you got to do. Y'all, Trey's going to be genuine. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> he ain't going to be genuine. You see how they took him that pause? 
Like he just paused for a minute. What do you mean? Like, like he don't be genuine with the pie, y'all. He don't fuck with us for real. Are Are you serious, man? I'm trying to get my words together, man. Yeah, he gotta think about it real quick. But yeah, y'all. So if you made it this far, um, we're glad you're here. So uh, we made it this far. Well, what we like to do at the end of each podcast is release negative and toxic energies to release music. Um, so what is going to be your release music for this week? Uh, for Lil' Key, it's up. Oh, that is a wonderful song. Um, so I guess what I'm going to be releasing my negative and toxic energies to today is going to be Vince Staples' Paper Cuts. Because if it ain't about money, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, so literally, y'all. So that is the end of the podcast, guys. I'll see you guys. I guess we will see you guys again next Thursday. Uh, I guess, Trey, do you have anything that you want to tell the people? No, I do not. He never does, guys. All I the- literally told him, man, y'all keep liking this shit. Oh, my God. All right, man. <laughs> like, Trey don't never want to be, like, you know, converse with us. What? What do you think I just did for the past uh, one hour of this podcast? <laughs> what was I doing? Like, come on, now. All right, guys. So, we'll see you guys again next Thursday. Um, So, Keep on commenting, liking, sharing um, the podcast. We are all on different social media platforms. And also, we still have our questions and responses um, option open. It is at the introverted hippie podcast at gmail.com if you guys want to send us some of your questions and we can certainly respond. So, see you guys again next Thursday. Peace, love, and light. Yeah, Trey. Oh, yeah, man. Y'all, yeah, man. Y'all send some money to my cash app. (laughs) And that note, we are out.